So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm glad that you are with me this week, on this episode, I guess I should say. Um, Got a really interesting one for you today, and I think it's going to not only touch you on a baseball standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, uh, from a relationship standpoint, but it actually is going to transcend into all other aspects of what you do in life and in business with your family, with your uh, spouse, with your kids, everything about it. And uh, it was uh, it's really interesting. It was something that uh, I had actually heard myself on another podcast. Uh, I was listening to um, a marketing podcast, and he was talking about these uh, stories, uh, or these questions, actually, that, uh, that we're going to talk about today in this episode. And so the, uh, the point of it was, was that the, the story behind it was that a guy uh, that, uh, so uh, the podcast I was listening to was a guy by the name of Russell Brunson. Uh, and it's not important if you know who he is or you don't. Uh, if you do, that's fine, but uh, just know for the uh, story's sake. So this story was coming from Russell from a guy that he knew, a guy named uh, Matt. And so Matt was telling him these uh, the story that he started to do with his son and how uh, he would ask his son these three questions and that, that it allowed him to become a much better father, he felt, for his son and the relationship that they had together really grew strongly. And then he realized how powerful those three questions were uh, that uh, he started to now then apply that to his business, people that he worked uh, that, that worked for him, he would ask these questions to. And then it was to his, uh, to his wife and the, he would ask these three questions to. And so uh, Russell was sharing the story. Um, basically, of, of how uh, he would ask these three questions, and then it got to be how it became very powerful in everything that he did. And then as I'm listening to this, I can't help but think uh, that these are also three questions that you could easily ask your pitching staff, your your team. I mean, it, does, it didn't have to be just for your pitching staff. You could ask everybody on your team. But uh, for, for this episode's sake, we could just say our pitching staff. And... Um, I actually started to ask these questions uh, to guys that uh, I train now um, and really got some very interesting responses, things that uh, I wasn't preparing for, but definitely answers where I felt like that if I could start to show effort, uh, uh, you know, that I I was listening and that I'm trying to apply some of those things that... it's going to make me better and it's going to have, it's going to let them have a better experience too. So I'm sure by now you're wondering, okay, what are the three questions, right? Okay. So here are the three questions. The first thing, the first question is, what is it that I'm currently doing that you want me to continue to do? All right. So what is it that I'm, that I, that I do right now that you want me to keep doing? All right. Second question, what is it that I'm doing right now that you don't want me to keep doing? right? Last question. What am I not doing now that you want me to start doing? Okay. So let's recap real quick. What am I doing now that you want me to keep doing? What am I doing now that you want me to stop doing? And what am I not doing now that you want me to start doing? Okay. Now there are some rules to these questions and the rules are all rules for you. 
not for your players. Okay, it's your job just to make sure that they understand it. So the rules are basically is that you need to be very, very clear to your players that whatever they say is not going to offend you. It's not going to rub you the wrong way. You're not going to get defensive. You're not going to get upset. In fact, it's going to be the exact opposite. You're going to tell your players how appreciative you're going to be and how much you're going to respect whatever it is that they tell you so that you can become a better coach and mentor and leader for them. All right. So it's very, very powerful stuff. And so I think that we all say that because when you get to that second question of what am I currently doing right now that you don't want me to do anymore, that's where everybody probably starts getting a little nervous, right? Because they don't want to say something and, oh, no, coach is going to get mad at me or, you know, my dad's going to get mad at me, that kind of thing. If you can lay the groundwork ahead of time and if you've listened to this podcast for a while, if you've, you know, followed me and some of the things that I've said and stuff before, then you know how important it is to lay that groundwork ahead of time with your players to develop that relationship and to be consistent with it. Because if you're not consistent, if guys can't understand or predict to an extent of what you are going to be, then it's going to be hard for them to feel like that they can have that relationship with you. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're cool, calm, collected, and even keel that you can't get you know fired up every once in a while. In fact, I think it's healthy and good because it'll attract and it'll demand their attention. They're going to know, oh, whatever it is that we did, he's not happy about. We need to, we need to figure it out. You know, if you're always a yeller, uh, then you know yelling more is is gonna is gonna fall on deaf ears. But if you get real quiet all of a sudden, if you just change it up every once in a while. But the fact that you're predictable, you're consistent in that sense that they know who you are and where you're going to be. So if you've done those things and leading up to these three questions, then you're going to have a certain level of trust. You're going to have a certain level of respect and a relationship with your guys that is going to feel and hopefully make them feel comfortable with with giving you those honest answers. And then when you go ahead and tell them ahead of time that uh, you're not going to get mad, that you're actually going to be very appreciative of whatever feedback that they can give you, that's going to be huge. And then what happens is, is that you start to listen. And then what's going to happen is after you talk to, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys, however many guys you talk to, you're probably going to start to see uh, common answers that keep popping up. Because the guys talk. I mean, they, they, I mean, you were once a player too, you know, but, but guys talk and all that. And uh, so it, it's one of those things where we've got to, uh, you know, be prepared for that and then listen to what they're saying. And regardless of how you feel about it, if you want to make some, you know, headway out of this and you want to actually make some progress, then you've got to show some actual effort into implementing some of the things that they told you, because that's going to show them that you were listening. That's going to show them you were paying attention. It's going to show them that you care. Now, it may not be something that you continue long term. It may be, you know, something that happens, you know, that you try it and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Maybe there's just a better way to do it. Maybe it was something that you weren't thinking about uh, and you, you try it one way, but then you realize, you know, you could probably do it better, but still try to get that same result that they were asking about. And that's fine. That's fine, right? That's what this whole thing's about. You don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. They don't have all the answers. But what we do is we want to try to form that bond. You want to, you know, we always talk about as coaches, it, you know, who are we going to, uh, you know, we want guys on our team that we can, uh, you know, that we can pull from the same side of the rope from, or we can be, if you know, if we were in a bunker together, if we were in a fight, you know, these are the guys that I want on my side. Well, 
you've got to build that. You've got to work at that. And so I always thought that the, when I heard these three questions the other day, I was like, man, that is really, really powerful stuff. And that's something that was really, really cool. And I would encourage you to not just do this with your players, by the way, but do this with other aspects of your life. Be surprised probably as to what you get in return, but it's always going to make things better for you. And I also think it's going to help build that relationship between you and whoever you're asking. It's a, it's three questions that I'm starting to ask people uh, in my circles uh, a lot more right now. And, uh, and I think it's, I think it's really cool. What was really cool is, is, uh, when you, that sometimes like when I asked the question, uh, I asked my son Chase, you know, he's getting ready to be seven years old. And, uh, I asked him the other day and I said, well, what am I currently doing that you want me to keep doing? And I, you know, who knows, right? He's got a wild imagination. And, uh, he said, uh, keep playing wiffle ball with me. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, we do that every once in a while, you know, we play wiffle ball and he, but I didn't realize how much he enjoyed it. You know, but by him, by me being able to ask that question, I got told, you know, he told me in a, in a, in a indirect way, how much he enjoys that doing that with me. And so you better believe that's something that we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep playing wiffle ball, uh, and stuff. So that was, that, that was kind of the power behind that. And so I wanted to just convey that little quick message to you. I thought it was a cool one and uh, something that uh, could really help you, uh, not only with your pitching staff, but in all aspects of your life. And uh, so with that, uh, I'm going to sign off, and I hope that you guys are doing well, and I hope that these three questions will help you in whatever it is that you're doing. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks, all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free copy of my best-selling book called Bullpen Secrets. Now, I already bought a copy of the book for you. I just need to know where you want me to ship it. Go to pitchingboss.com forward slash bullpens and let me know where to ship your free copy today.